BTSE 365 podcast. up on them. Hey, the, the background man, music was so fire. The drummer was on one. You hear me? The drummer was on one. The drummer was on one. Yeah, man. Hey, it, see, I'm an old country boy from West Tennessee. I'm an old country boy from West Tennessee. This is the type of gospel music I grew up on. You know, that's the time I grew up on quartet singing. I ain't grow up on the contemporary stuff. No knock to it. Sound good. I, I I like to hear it sometimes. But I grew up on hey three four guys, four five guys up there. One singer in the front, three in the back, drums and guitar on one. On one. You know I saw some. Oh, there's Lee Williams and the Spiritual QCs, by the way. That wasn't Lee Williams singing the song. That was uh, one of his group members. I can't remember the guy's name at the moment. But uh, I saw something about, I think it was 21 Savage, or at least it's being attributed to 21 Savage talking about R&B music ain't the same no more because women ain't doing this and doing that. They they selling coochie and a whole lot of different things. Ain't nobody trying to sing to them them just no more. But a lot of dudes, you know, a lot of the singers growing up in the 80s, 70s, 90s, you know, 60s, 50s, like the Sam Cooks and the Temptations and, you know, hearing David Ruffin and his brother do their thing and uh, Donnie Hathaway, all these guys, Jodeci, you hear these guys, and nine times out of ten, Tank, genuine, like these guys, they sung in the church. Tina Turner, Mary J. Blige, Whitney Houston, they all sang in the church. So that's where they got their chops. Hey, growing up in the in the black church, if you can sing and your mama them found out, your grandmama them found out, oh, you going to sing in the choir. Ain't no questions asked. I don't care who you is. You sang it in the choir. So that's where a lot of them got their chops. Folks ain't going to church like that no more. And, and the guy talking on the, on the mic right now, ain't no, uh, <laughs> ain't nobody, let's just say I grew up in the church, but uh, I lost my way, found my way back. So, yeah, but. 
there's something to be said about the soul singers, the R&B singers of yesteryear and how good they were compared to what you got today. That's all I'm saying. But, hey, ain't going to hold you long. Appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in, have you tuning in. It is the BTSE 365 podcast. I'm back. 2024. According to the Gregorian calendar, it's a new year. I personally don't think the new year started until, you know, late March, early April. But that's a whole nother story for another day. <laughs> if you know, you know. And if you don't know, we can talk about it. Uh, hope everybody had a safe, enjoyable holiday season. Um, hope Christmas was great for you. I hope you didn't go broke trying to, uh, you know, do too much for those around you. I know we love, if you like me, I love to, to give. I'm a, I'm a giver. I don't mind giving, especially when I can. But I ain't going to put myself out there too much to where I can't do what needs to be done for my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My essential needs. Now, the new year is here. Out with the old, in with the new. I hope the gym ain't too full. Uh, actually, no, I hope it's full. And I hope it stay full all year. You know how it go. New year, new me. Oh, I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to start doing that. I got some things I'm doing, too. I'm working on personal goals, personal missions, but I can't really speak on them. Yeah, I know. But why bring it up, bitch? I'm just talking. I'm just talking to my people. Y'all my people. I'm just talking to my people. We were talking about church. This is like my congregation. But uh, we going to get right into it because there was a lot of controversy over the last few weeks in college football. Florida State should have been in the playoff, they say. Why was Bama put there and not Florida State? Why Texas? Well, I saw Florida State get smacked by 60, I think. I don't want to don't, – don't quote me. Hold on. I'll tell you the real score. Because folk going to say, oh, big, that ain't right. They didn't get beat by 60. They actually got beat by 30. Or, no, nah, they got beat by – so let me – no, they got beat by 60. <laughs> 63 to 3. Well, big, that score don't really, you know, show the truth. Truth is, a quarterback named something Glenn threw the ball 26 times and was picked off twice. Uh – they had receivers who did opt out. Like let's let's keep it funky. Now they did have receivers who did opt out. Defensive linemen, offensive linemen. But y'all gave up 63 points, man. The guys who were playing, where's the pride? Where's the fight? Where's the I got my opportunity and I'm gonna take advantage of it? We gonna show them regardless if Coleman ain't out there. Jordan Travis ain't out there. I know it's Georgia, and Georgia did play their starters, of course. But come on, man. 
Like, damn. 63? 63 points, and you could only get up three points. I'm 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 confused. The quarterback was only sacked one time. Hey, all I know is for all those people who was trolling, like, because we're going to get to it, because that, that right there, the main Florida State, no, they shouldn't have. No, they shouldn't have. No, they shouldn't have been there. No, they shouldn't have. Well, big, they had 12 people, because I'm one of those people who, when my when my partner Jay texted, I was like, well, you know, yeah, they're getting their ass with, but they had, you know, a lot of people sitting out. But it hadn't. They hadn't let sixty get on the boards yet. I think they were only down like thirty. But if you lose sixty-three to three, I'm questioning everything about the program. Everything. It ain't like everybody sat out. You got a hundred motherfuckers on the sideline. Everybody couldn't play. That was good. Ain't none of your recruits, your freshmen, got no pride, no no fight. Sheesh. Then you fast forward to Monday night, New Year's Day game. Bama, Michigan. Michigan been getting trashed all year because of Harbaugh. Harbaugh been getting, man, he didn't got suspended. He missed half the year, basically. Couple to start, I think, two or three to start the year, then the last three games. The NCAA been doing everything they can to keep Michigan down. Sign stealing. Y'all stop it, man. Everybody's stealing signs. Everybody trying to get an upper hand. Y'all quit that. Then they got more recruiting allegations. So guess what happened? Well, the committee thinks Bama is such a good juggernaut team and this, that, and the third, and Nick saving this and Nick saving that. We'll put Michigan against Bama. Okay. Michigan wins in overtime, 27-20. Quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, three touchdown passes, zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. Sacked zero times. That's all I'm going to say. Jalen Milrow for Alabama. No interceptions. Had 116 passing yards, 63 rushing yards. He was sacked. Six times. Six times. But this the team that the committee wanted to say, we're going to make sure we get Michigan out of here. I'm telling you right now, they're a team of destiny. Harbaugh is going to win this championship, go to the podium, throw his middle fingers up, hold his Johnson on national TV and say, screw the NCAA and go back to the NFL. And I wouldn't be mad about it. Wouldn't be mad about it. And whoever comes in after him, you got a great program. It's in great hands. He set you up for greatness. They didn't beat Ohio State three straight years. <laughs> now they're playing for a national championship. Great story. I've been rooting for Harbaugh ever since he was the coach in San Francisco. It ain't no secret. You hear me come on here and defend what he got going every time I do a show. So, yeah, I'm happy for him. Then you got Michael Penix Jr. over in Washington. They beat hey, they beat Texas in a hell of a game, 
came down to last, you know, last possession. That both of those games were great games. Wouldn't have wanted to see any other teams in there, including Florida State. <laughs> like, come on, Michael Penix Jr. Sure, four hundred and thirty passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And when he got done with the game, he said, free the guys. Free his boy Hooley. He hadn't forgot about you. Still holding it down. Tampa, Florida, what's up? I love that. A whole lot of adversity. Like, people forgot about him when he was in Indiana. He was doing great things in Indiana. Oh, speed, athleticism, could throw the ball. He just wasn't being, you know what I'm saying? He was in Indiana. He wasn't playing basketball in Indiana. He was playing football. It's a difference. A few injuries, COVID year. But, he hey, he found a home in Washington. Hope he lands on his feet, goes to a good franchise that knows what they're doing, knows what they want to do. Because, hey, he ready. He ready for the pros. He ready. Just need somebody to keep coaching him up. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be good. He in good hands. If he go to the team and they, you know, he get put in good hands, he'll be all right. Like, if you need a good cleaning service, I know I know some great hands. Upkeep cleaning service. Memphis, Tennessee. 901-701-7226. Tell them Big sent you. And they'll hook you up even more. You might get an extra lit polish, extra lit spit shine. Well, I don't know about a spit shine, you know, because that defeats the purpose of the cleaning if you spit. But that's neither here nor there. Upkeep Cleaning, 901-701-7226. Tell them Big sent you. Now, moving on to the NFL. Told y'all I wasn't going to keep y'all on couple of things been going on. We're approaching the last regular season game. MVP race. Number one seeds. But what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about this situation going on in Denver, Colorado with Sean Payton and the Broncos versus their own quarterback, Russell Wilson. Now, I know the last regime is the regime that signed him to that big deal after trading for him. But to my understanding, based on all the reports and what I've heard Russell Wilson say out of his own mouth, he was approached by the team in Peyton to restructure his contract, get something done to where his contract wouldn't be guaranteed injury type thing in the offseason come March 1st or something like that. He said no. And this was October 29th was the game before the bye week. They had just beat the Chiefs. They threatened him then to bench him. But you couldn't because he had just won two games. Then he come back after the bye and won three more, so he won five straight. He lost one, won one, and they lost two, the last one being to the Patriots. That was the last straw for Sean Payton. He talking bad to him on the sideline, berating him and stuff, you know, showing him up. His quarterback now, his quarterback, franchise QB, Super Bowl winner. You in your first year as head coach and your team gave up 70 points 
to another to Miami. Chill out. Russ don't play defensive end. He don't play cornerback or linebacker last time I checked. Who's your DC? Talk shit to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, pump your brakes. And how you going to bench him? It's not football related. He ain't hurt. You still had slim chances of making the playoffs. So you just publicly, outright, just say, hey, if you don't change this stuff in your contract, we're going to sit your ass down. Okay, he won't change, we're going to sit him down. Like, man, Sean Payton clearly ain't the best person for the job, but they already fired one coach after one year. Everybody wants to blame Russ. His numbers are not, like, bad numbers. He has above-average numbers. Like, look, if you just look at his stats, he has above-average numbers. Like, Russ ain't out here the boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't the boo-boo. Russell Wilson, let me, I'm finna, I'm finna show you, I'm finna tell you Russell Wilson stats for the year. What are his stats for the year? Let's see here. And see, the, the the problem is he got all this big boy money coming his way. They don't want to give it to him. They don't want to give it to him. So this year, he's passed for 3,070 yards, 26 touchdowns, and eight interceptions with a 98 passer rating. That's way above average. Now, he hasn't thrown for over 300 yards but one time this year. I will say that. He's thrown multiple picks in two different games. But 26 touchdowns to eight interceptions, I'll take it. When they lost to New England, he threw two touchdown passes and no interceptions. What are we doing? What are we mad about? It's always the money. Got to follow the money. Got to follow the money. So I say this respectfully, disrespectfully, however you want to put it. Sean Payton ain't shit. He got the job, shitted on the last coach. He got a franchise quarterback, and his defense can't stop a nosebleed. Can't stop a water leak. And because the last regime gave up so much guaranteed money, he pissed off, and now he want to take it out on somebody. That's all this is. So, in short, fuck Sean Payton. Excuse my language. Not really. Now on to the teams that's actually winning and got chances of winning Super Bowls and whatnot. I got to shout out the Ravens. They beat my 49ers on Christmas night. Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Y'all heard me say this time and time again. That's my favorite non-49er. We had a chance to draft him. We drafted Mike McGlinchey, and he ain't on our team no more. He actually plays for the last team I was just talking about, the Denver Broncos. And that's okay. But Lamar Jackson is special. 
The Baltimore Ravens are cooking. I would love to play them in the Super Bowl if they got there. I'd love to see it. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. And I'm prayerful, <laughs> hopeful, that it'll be a different story the next time. And and I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. I don't know if they're playing possum or what. But they got some real problems over there. For everybody who thought losing Tyreek Hill because they won the Super Bowl last year, right? Oh, it ain't no problem. Shit. I don't know. Should have kept Juju. I don't know what's up with Juju. I don't know if he, he hurt or if his season over with. I know he ended up going to New England. Then you got Philly losing to Arizona. Shout out to them other birds over there. Shout out to the Cardinals for handling their business, locking up the number one seed for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, sit your ass down now. He hurt, got a calf strain. He ain't playing week 18. Debo talking about the starters playing week 18. We might give them two drives. We might. I got to call Kyle and see what the business is. I got to call Kyle and see what the business is, man, because I don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure that thing out, though. I'm going to give some love to Jordan Love and the Packers. That's right. Jordan Love and the Packers, I'm going to give them some love. They deserve it. I always talk bad about them. You know, I ain't going to I do. But a first-year starter, you're 8-8. Eight and eight, could have a winning season. Had three touchdown passes, no interceptions against the Vikings, who, of course, are reeling. Not going to make the playoffs now. Um, Aaron Jones been hurt most of the year. He had a good game. 20 rushes, 120 yards. Probably the healthiest he's been all year. So, yeah, shout out to the Packers, man. Shout out to the Packers. Um, What else? I know the last show I did, I think it was Ja's return. Shout out to Ja Morant. Excited for him. Uh, it's funny, I saw the Barstool tweet about Quinn Ewers talking about he was having fun, but when Ja was doing it, they said he was shooting imaginary bullets in the section 113 or whatever. That right there, I don't even get caught up in that on, on the Twitter sphere or whatever because I know what's going on. I know it's like this, right? Certain people in the sports and entertainment realm, when you speak their names, the algorithm, you know? And if you're speaking bad about a brother, for sure, it's already had some whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying, like situations. Do you want to keep piling on it and piling on it and piling on it? Because you think people really agree with you. Now, there are some who will agree with you. But there's a lot of people who just look at you like you're stupid. And that's what a lot of people are doing today and to last night after seeing the Barstool tweet. Y'all got to understand, man, like, just let go. You ain't got to keep shitting on me, bro. Because he going to shine regardless. A star going to shine regardless. You can't put no water on it to put it out. I don't like Duke, but shout out to Duke. They wearing the Jaw ones. Seen it earlier. 
So salute to that brother. And F you to Barstool Sports. That's all I got. Peace. BTAC 365.